Hi guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Anime Podcasters. Today, what we have on tap for you is a very special episode where we're going to be talking about the most influential animes for myself and Hotshot for the month of July 2020. It is myself. I am very excited to present this episode for you guys. I am Jayan. You, you might see me around as Jayan Music. So let's get right into the topic. Hotshot, how's it going, buddy? Where am I? What am I doing? I thought we were done. You said we were done. What do you mean? You said we were done. You promised me a vacation, yet here I am. I, okay. It's been... I don't know why, I don't know where to take it from here. I don't know where to take it from <laughs> uh, Look, look you're, you're the sound engineer. I'm the improver. We have to have each other. I mean, I'm very excited to be uh, discussing this uh, influential anime topic with you. I am you. too, actually. It's, it's, one... it's, it's been one yeah. that I've been wanting to do for a while. But we've just had yes. to... We've just had to put aside for uh, for other big uh, big time stuff happening in a life. Not mine, I'm sure, but someone's. Yes, probably someone else's. But uh, we recently did the uh, five year anniversary podcast, which was really fun with the voicemails and everything. I love the bit with the your boss calling in. I still like. I've listened to that clip like twenty times. I, yeah, I that love... is now my least favorite bit. <laughs> <laughs> like ma- right, ma- so, mad props uh, to mad props to the guy who actually recorded that for us. But at the same time, just like I hate you specifically like him <laughs> him i'm fine with him i'll probably be friends with i just hate you <laughs> all right so uh what went into your list when you were uh picking the most uh influential animes for yourself so for me i of course so as far as you guys know whenever we do list podcasts i try to make it very uh personalized so i went with a personal list of mine like ones that maybe a certain genre that got me interested like what was my first slice of life what was my first uh a- or action oriented or anything like that i went with that because it got me interested in that genre and in more anime in general so if not for these shows i wouldn't have explored the other genre or the genres i'm going to be discussing so more personal. Does that pick. make does that make sense? Yeah, because that yeah. that's what I that's what I do with lists. I do personal picks. Like I don't really think on a global scale. I think like okay, what would I want to see on a list? And that's what I put on the list. No, fair fair enough. Uh, for myself, I went for like very influential anime that popularized anime that are the foundation of uh like franchises that are the foundation of the anime community that uh, everyone knows by name at the very least. Uh. So the forefront, uh, I tried to like not stay within Shonen uh, as as much as possible because Shonen obviously has uh, the big, uh, the big three and all the other animes that people uh, relate to uh, through the, uh, through that company. So that's basically what went to in my mind. Because when I'm thinking influential, I'm thinking of animes that have had a long lasting career uh, that is still ongoing or not and that changed the movement itself uh but hotcha i think uh i would like to have you go first uh, to discuss your first uh, uh personal anime i think it's it's a it's, it's gonna be a good way to just start uh, dissecting everything because we can start off with like the the realness and then like i'll be able to finish up with finish off with like the big general thing so um okay. i would like uh, to offer you uh the first uh Pick. Go ahead. Okay, I'll go ahead. Um, I would like to say that I also tried to stay away from Shonen because that can be like a really big influencer for a lot of different people. Like for uh, for example, on that one, DBZ, for example, influenced like a granddaddy of shows or like Dragon Ball in general, or like other people mm-hmm. were inspired by Naruto or Hero Academia or et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. 
I honestly tried to stay away from Shonen because I feel like all of them have, to a certain degree, inspired me in a, in a number of ways. But uh, but no Shonen shows have actually made it to my list. All right, so we ready? Yeah, go ahead. So the first one I'm going to uh, talk about is actually my first slice of life anime. Like this one got me interested in just the mundane acts of characters that like we can see go throughout um, like daily activities or like things happening in um, sorry, brain fart things just happening in daily lives and like over exaggerated like reactions and stuff like that. Um, It was actually going to be Lucky Star because that is a a wildly known uh, slice of life anime, but I've actually changed it because there was one that I saw before that that actually inspired me to like these kind of shows. Even though this one has a little bit more of a twist to it, but for the most part, it's still slice of life. And that would be the melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. Okay, so I've heard you discuss this anime multiple times. Obviously, I've not seen it, um, but go ahead. Why... This is your first personal pick, so emotions are attached for sure. So please uh, tell me uh, all about it. So this one I've seen when I was younger. Unfortunately, I haven't seen a whole lot of it since. But it starts our or it stars our main character Haruhi Suzumiya, who is getting bored with everyday life, who wants like excitement, who wants to basically get more out of life than what it's giving her. So she starts the SOS Brigade in hopes of basically finding like uh, paranormal activities or like. Uh, time travelers or aliens. Basically, she's going through like all these fictional things that she wants to see actually exist in real life. And she hijacks our main lead character, Kion, um, in order to uh, solve this because she need. I think she kidnaps him because we need another member for her club in order to actually be recognized so they can stay together. And brings in uh, Mikuru Asuhina, who is a senior and the incredibly like shy girl like think uh, think Hinata from Naruto like she's incredibly okay, sh- yeah. she's incredibly shy she doesn't really speak up and she also brings in Yuki the silent bookworm character who basically just sits in the corner and reads and just has like that driest of monotone voices and a majority of the show is just Haruhi going throughout uh like daily uh, school activities, like there's the school festival, there's um, them trying to hunt down a lead, and basically just that there is an overall story, but a lot of it just results in them just doing like normal mundane school stuff. I think the most recognizable thing is the episode where this actually might be the pilot now that I think about it. Uh, where Haruhi tries to make a movie and she makes Har or Mikuru the star, um, basically makes her into a magical girl. And basically just follows, uh, like, she's the director. She always speaks, like, from behind the camera. Mikuru was almost the only one in front of the camera. And another big instance of it is there's a lot of costume changes with Mikuru that Haruhi just kind of throws her into. Like, there's a bunny girl suit, a cheerleading suit, um, a swimsuit, I'm sure. But later on in the series, later on in the series, it turns out that everyone who's actually come into the SOS Brigade is actually... Not at all that they seem. And they tell Kion, but they don't tell Haruhi because Haruhi is actually connected to it all, even though she doesn't know. So Mikuru ends up being a time traveler. Uh, Yuki ends up being an alien. And they bring in a third guy or another guy, but I can't remember what he ends up being. So there's that twist of paranormal uh, activity that we were hoping for and that Haruhi has been searching for since the beginning. 
that also keeps me on my toes, but it doesn't happen until like midway through the show, if not later. And begin or sorry, I keep getting tongue tied here. And leading up until that point, it's just slice of life stuff, just doing like mundane school activities, like a car wash or a school festival or a haunted house and stuff like that. And then it just leads into the uh, paranormal activity stuff. I'm I'm trying to understand like. I understand like the plot and like uh, what the story is about now uh, mm-hmm. with this character, but what it was your first slice of life, and what made it so super influential? Um, it made it okay as an so, anime. So the influence, Not like, like that. The thing is, wait, wait, wait. Because the thing is, like influential to you. I get yeah. that, but it's we're still making a list of like the most influential anime. So what other than just influencing you? And I'm, please get into what influence for you. What's influential about this anime? Like, what's the precedent it set? Uh, it, it was long running, uh, for sure. I, I From what I can see, 2003 to 2011, that's eight years. You can't take that away from it. Uh, it's popular, for sure. I've uh, seen this character around. I've heard of this anime before. Uh, so I'll give it that. But what's influential about it? It's in. It's influential because the characters are memorable. Like that's where the main uh, main strength of it comes from. I think. Like Kion is a skeptic. He's always the questioning type. Um, Haruhi is the happy-go-lucky leader type of saying, "Hey, let's go do this," and no, it's not an option. Mikru is the shy and submissive type to where like she doesn't stand up for herself really. Uh, Yuki is the quiet bookworm. Where again, she just reads in the corner. It it just has like all these stereotypes and characters that are in anime that actually stick with it. That almost kind of one of the first shows to actually have all these characters together in a single group, but also have the characters uh, like reacting off each other, actually discussing things instead of just being like the jock character who's. Just, just a bully or the shy girl who just, like, doesn't do anything and is just there to look cute, like, not intelligent or anything. Or the bookworm character who just, like, is completely silent with no purpose at all. And on with so the characters are definitely the strong suit, and I feel like a lot can be taken from that. But it's also influential because it has fun with its other works. Like, the same studio that made Haruhi Suzumiya made Lucky Star, for example. And if we go into Konata's room, we see Haruhi statues everywhere. We see her with Haruhi posters. There's a Haruhi Suzumiya uh, soda commercial in the show. And uh, Konata, who, fun fact, is actually Haruhi's voice actress. I learned that from Kyo. Is actually ends up working in a cosplay cafe that isn't, when we see her at least, she is dressed up like uh, Harhi, and the other characters are dressed so in the tidbits, show. It, it's influential with its other shows. That go into other animes, okay? Right. Sorry, repeat what you said. It it has tidbits of it that um, go into the other shows that the same studio have made. So it basically drops its uh, most popular character in almost every installment of shows that they make. They've made uh, Harhi Suzumiya, Lucky Star. Uh, I know there's more, but I can't name them off the top of my head. No, no, no problem. Um, I'm just like, uh, cause I, uh, I'm, I'm, I came across this Reddit post uh, about, uh, about this. Uh, it says, "How did the melancholy of Haru me Haru that word Haru Suzumiya change? Yeah, uh, change the anime industry." Um, and then uh, a lot of people are saying the light novels, uh, and the twists and turns of the anime. Would you agree with that? I would, yeah, because 
I, I'm the kind of guy who likes the slice of life stuff a little bit more, but I also like twists and turns of like where it turns out there's supernatural beings at play here. And that that's just like my personal preference, but it also opened me to um, the slice of life stuff. If like if I had to pick my my favorite slice of life, it probably would be Lucky Star because that is slice of life through and through, just completely regular uh, people going throughout regular problems and doing it in such an exaggerated way. But if not for Haruhi, I probably wouldn't have even known that genre existed, or I would have known about it like way late in the game. Right. Uh, I just feel like uh, it, it almost seems to me like the light novels are more uh, carry this. The influence they they, pro- the they probably popularity. they probably are because there are actually a lot of anime like that that the manga or the light novels carry a lot more weight in being influential. Like for example, uh, Trigun. Like a lot of people know the Trigun manga. A lot of people know the Death Note manga. Like Death Note as as an anime, obviously a whole a whole lot of people know, but Trigun as an anime is like rarely talked about. But like a lot of people. Do that I've seen at least do talk about the manga itself, right? I just uh, I feel like uh, the influence you you can say it's influential. Uh, it, it's just uh, I think what takes away from it being influenced is that it's very much cornered into the slice of life genre. Yeah, um, but like I said, my it, picks it, it my picks are very much me. Yeah. So no, like, no, 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 for sure, for sure. But like, I'm we're still like this is still like the most influential and like the influential anime podcast. So I'm trying to like I understand I I, I attribute like that like it's your personal personal uh, point of view and I understand that. But uh, the, from a point of view of influential anime, uh, I think that what takes away from its influence is the fact that it uh, it's kind of cornered into that genre uh, and it it's kind of hard for it to bleed outside of that. But at that but I, to its credit, it's long running. Um, it's popular. It has a strong fan base, and within its uh, within its genre, it seems to be one of the more popular ones. So that's that's the point of it. I'm just talking in like a generic thing. Um, not everyone are, knows about this anime, but the people who like Life of Life will probably know this anime. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay, I get what you mean. All right, should I go to my first pick? Yeah, I think I got everything I need to say about Haruhi. Like like I said, I went into this planning to talk more about Lucky Star, but if, again, Harhe holds a holds a front runner place to me for sure, for sure. All right, so um, let's go to my first pick, and uh, I'm gonna have to collect all seven Dragon Balls because that's my first pick. Yeah, I I'm sorry, but I, you can't have a podcast about the most influential anime without talking about Dragon. You're right, Ball. you can't. Uh, that's why it, I didn't pick it. But you also said you tried to stay away from Shonen. But me trying to stay away from Shonen. And n- not in a most a- uh, most influential anime podcast is very difficult because it's unfortunate, but it, the truth of the, the fact of the matter is that Shonen just has the more more popular uh, anime. No, trust me, um, I'm completely po- aware. Uh, that's honestly why I left this side of things to you to talk more about like a globally inspirational scale because I had a feeling you'd at least talk about Dragon Ball. I had a feeling that that would be one that you talked about that I could get away without talking about. <laughs> And why I took uh, more Dragon Ball. List. Yeah, it's a popularity. Uh, it's what popularized uh, anime uh, for the uh, for America and like North America and everything. Uh, it's what brought anime to us. It's probably a strong reason why we have this podcast. Um, its franchise is massive. 
It has Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Super, Dragon Ball games. Super Dragon Ball, the games, uh, the movies, the plus uh, toys, the spin. The spin-offs, uh, the cosplays, uh, in every single convention, you can't you can't go anywhere without seeing Dragon Ball. There's like actual, literal Dragon Ball conventions. You have a YouTube community of Dragon Ball YouTubers. Uh, the soundtracks of Dragon Ball are reorchestrated and played across the world. We talk, we're talking about millions and millions and millions of fans gathered around. I have some statistics here that I pulled off from Wikipedia, so I don't know how how uh, accurate they are, but apparently. In 2001, it was reported that the official Dragon Ball Z website recorded 4.7 million hits per day and included 500,000 plus registered users. You know what I mean? And it goes further than that. The term Dragon Ball Z ranked fourth in 1999 and second in 2020 in 2000 uh, for like search results uh, for. So it's crazy. It's just it's insane how big this anime is. That and uh, uh, can character- I can I bring up a fun fact real quick? For sure, go ahead. Recently, we had the uh, the Super Dragon Ball Broly movie come out, and it was only in theaters for a limited run of days, and nearly every theater that was playing it was sold out of almost every single show. That is how popular Dragon Ball has been, at least in the States and outside of Japan. It's, it's spread so much that if you even say something, hey, we have Dragon Ball, guaranteed you'll run into a fan who either already knows what you're talking about or is just going to be hounding you for more details. Yes, Dragon Ball's influence is literally undeniable. It's a a master. It's arguably the most popular anime ever. Uh, It's for sure in the top five. It can't be denied. You can't, you you just can't deny it. And uh, the characters in the story I uh, are super strong supporting uh, reasons why this anime is so popular. Um, there's so much to this anime, and uh, it has fans being super hyped up. I'm sorry, but I remember seeing a, a video uh, of an arena of people watching the final episode of Dragon Ball Super. And uh, is it okay? If, is it okay if I say what happens at the end of Super Hotshot? Do you care? Nah, go for it. I mean. I, okay. I, I've gone to the to the tournament of power and I've just kind of put it down. So no, go, yeah, I'm go sorry, but I, I have to. The, when Frieza and I actually described this to you before. When Frieza and Goku take out Jiren and we see Jiren being knocked out of the tournament of power and appear on the bleachers, and so that means that Universe Eleven is eliminated. The entire crowd gets up and roars, and you can feel the energy, and you're not even there. You can't. You just can't deny how amazing this anime is and its popularity. I, I love Dragon Ball. I'm a Dragon Ball fan at heart, diehard fan. I've seen a bunch of the movies. I have a bunch of the posters. I, I just love this uh, this anime so much. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead, Oddshot. With what, just my thoughts on Dragon Ball? Yeah, yeah, like I was asking you questions. If you have any questions to ask me, you know, like uh, everything, anything and everything. Dragon Ball for a lot of people was probably the first shonen that they've seen. Um... Was it your first shonen though? Just because I'm curious. I don't think I think Naruto was no no. You know what? No, it was, it was my first shonen for sure. Okay. No, definitely. My, mine was uh, mine was honestly Naruto. But when I first saw Dragon Ball, I was still in elementary school. Luckily, um, I remember me and my best friend at the time. We would basically go uh, to the bat- far end of the playground that we were in, and one thing that we would always do because we were nerdy even back then would be we would try to fire Kamehameha's at each other 
Um, I, yeah, everyone yeah, does that, I, you know? I mean, you can't be a Dragon Ball fan and not try to fire Kamehameha or a Super Beam Cannon or Destructo Disc or Gather Energy for a Spirit Bomb or Solar Flare or basically, like, even though these are these are tr- these are completely impossible moves to pull off, you still find yourself doing them because, like, you emulate with these characters. You love these characters. And even... Even though, like, yeah, they still have super and everything else. Let's say hypothetically that they just stopped at Z. They would still have like I feel like they would still have this kind of pull on people. They would still be as influential as they are. They would actually probably be even more memorable because they'd be done. They'd be over. And a lot of people talk more about things that are over, you'd think, than things that are still going on. Like, I, I do love Super from what I have seen. But at the same time, I feel like everyone's favorite iteration of Dragon Ball is still going to be Z. I mean, hell, they just released a uh, a new game for Dragon Ball Z for, uh, well, not new, but you know what I mean, for Kakarot going throughout the entire uh, Z universe. And it was one of the most best-selling games, at least on the PS4, out there. And I am one of those people who pre-ordered it because I love Dragon Ball. So if if something like that can happen to where something that has been dead for years, just that that specific generation, just Z, has been dead for years and something new on it comes out and it's still getting like top uh, top sellers ranking, that shows miles of how influential that uh, that canon can be. There's The manga is, for Dragon Ball Super is ongoing at this very time point in time that we are recording this podcast it's uh june almost july 2020 uh and uh the 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 Mo- Mo- moroku makoro whatever that the 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 villain is called uh, i think it's moroku um he is like uh, the main there's a new villain he's he's that 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 it's him and like dragon ball super is still ongoing um i actually want to do a quick plug i highly recommend two dragon ball podcasts that i listen to all the time they're great one of, one of them is called up on the lookout it's uh hosted by Moscow x and the other one is called uh cousin uh they're both incredible podcasts about dragon ball that i listen to all, to all the episodes and like just like think about the memes over nine thousand. I'm a fire in my laser. Like these are uh, uh, undeniable like uh, influence influential memes that have occurred. Team Four Star like doing the whole bridge thing. Uh, there's sport players that like rap uh, Dragon Ball. Uh, we've seen so many artworks of like Supersonic like uh, being inspired by the Super Saiyan. Uh, Boros and One Punch Man looking like a Super Saiyan three. I could go on for days and days of how many th- references Dragon Ball has in other shows. It's just it's Hell, there, infinite. There's, it's almost there's even a, okay one one specific uh, uh, reference I want to talk about real quick because it's in one of my favorite shows in Codename Kid Next Door. There's an episode where uh, ep- numbers one through five remember things or remember the same mission in different art styles and in different ways. And the way number four remembers it is he becomes Goku and. Goku Super Saiyan <laughs> like that that is an actual oh thing in an God. episode and he's fighting I want to say someone who looks like Frieza it could be Cell now I think it's either Frieza or Vegeta I don't remember who but oh yeah uh, it was the delightful children from down the lane they turned into a great ape so it's just like it, it's referenced even in northern even in western culture in stuff that we make we still reference it because of how influential it is yeah i'm looking at this like quote uh the the kid next door i just remember i actually the other day randomly thought thought of this show i was like i should have just marathon it but um apparently it's a gumball kamehameha that number four shoots 
Yeah. Why not? <laughs> because it's amazing. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> I love I love K&D. Are you kidding me? But this isn't about uh, Western cartoons. This is about anime. So I keep opinions of what I actually like to myself. It's just, yes. <laughs> super influential. Super influential. Super influential. Uh, and undeniable. So that's all I have to say personally. Okay. I, yeah. And I think on Dragon Ball, I think we're okay. Go ahead. All right. Back to the personal list. <laughs> So this is not the first show of its kind. I actually just fact-checked that while we were talking about Dragon Ball so I could be sure. However, it is the first one that I saw. And that show is Digimon Adventures. You see, this this is a pick I can really get behind. Like this, like the melancholy whatever show is influential in its genre. This show is influential. Point blank. <laughs> like th- this show. You know I what mean, I mean? No, I, I know what you mean because Digimon. Okay, so did. Okay, so let me uh, get started here. Digimon has been out since 1999, and it was almost inspired from uh, Pokemon. In fact, I think it actually just was. But they made the monsters digital, so there was a new world to go into. There was a digital realm um, where all the Digimon would start with. Uh, or would end their names in Mon, short for monster, of course. And it's gone for multiple seasons. It's had multiple movies. And it even just got refreshed recently, like I think either last year or this year, for new Digimon adventures on Netflix, starring the original cast. So it's still like being wildly talked about nowhere near as much as its predecessor for Pokemon, but it's still out there. There are still fans out there for this. There's still games being made. The uh, Sliver Suit uh, series. There's a whole bunch of games out there. There's DVDs. There's Blush. There's toys. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Digimon is everywhere. And honestly, if not for Digimon, that's what inspired me to... uh, to start liking the characters with their little uh, companions that they go with. Like that, it's that kind of genre. It's kind of weird to put into actual words for it. But the quest, the overall quest that they go on, they just, it's one master or tra- or trainer, or is it tamer? I think it's tamer in Digimon, but anyway. One tamer. Death, no one wielding human. <laughs> one human, one non-human partnered up and they go on a quest together. Yes. And Digimon is what inspired me to love shows like that. Like I love uh, side animal uh, characters, but where it's an actual partnership where you actually get along and actually that is who you're with through this quest. I love shows like that. And that's honestly why I love uh, Pokemon too. So as a kid, I was first exposed to Digimon and watched through the first two seasons, but then I just kind of put it down and then uh, Pokemon got its talents in me and I just started following nothing but Pokemon. But recently I've fallen back in with the Digimon crowd uh, since the Cyber Sleuth game got released. I got slowly more and more curious and slowly more going to my roots to the point to where I got the second Cyber Suits game. I went on Amazon and bought a PS3 Digimon game from my past and I bought the entirety of Digimon collection. <laughs> like it, it is that rooted in me. Like even if I forget about it, I still can't forget where I come from. And Digimon is that to me. No, I, I completely under, I understand how like big of a deal this show is to you, but this show was a huge, huge deal just in general. And I definitely think 
it's not as big of a deal as it was. But like when it first came out, you can't deny how big Digimon, Digimon was. Everyone was watching that show on Teletoon. Everyone was buying uh, the Digimon games. And I remember like binging to Digimon all the time. Uh, my uh, reasons for Digimon being influential are personal as well. Because uh, this show for people who are our age now, for the 90s kids, uh, was the childhood anime that we watched and that we loved, uh, that we couldn't get enough of. Uh, we loved Ty. Uh, Ty was such a relatable character and the gang, uh, they just worked together so well and uh, there was just a rival Pokemon just enough for people to notice it. You know what I mean? And that's what was so great about it is because, you know, they both finished with Mon and people were like, oh, and they associated with Pokemon, which only brought more eyes onto Digimon. So it, from a marketing perspective, super smart because people were like, oh, it's just digital Pokemon. I love Pokemon, so I'm going to watch Digimon. Um, and it wasn't like a copy and paste. It was like influenced by Pokemon and uh, like reworked and became its own uh, machine uh, because it's a digital uh, show obviously the games the music uh, I'm sure there's many other uh, uh, communities out there for for Digimon uh, but definitely undeniably an influential anime uh, for its time you know it doesn't it, it has like a run but it doesn't have a run like a like a Dragon Ball you know it's not on the same level, obviously, but it still has its influence that you can't deny. And I think uh, what puts it over uh, your first pick uh, was that it's not cornered in a genre. This one's like widespread, way more widespread than before. So uh, the question I would like to, to ask you is what is the most influential thing about this show uh, outside of your personal uh, reasoning, though? What's the most influential thing about this show that you can uh, you can pull from? Probably the fact that like it is so uh, so similar to uh, Pokemon, but aside from what it has differently from Pokemon that it can be influenced from is Pokemon has the story of Ash trying to be the and I quote very best there ever was to catch them as my real test to train them as my cause. And uh, so it's his quest to basically just beat the league and be champion where Digimon takes it to where it's an actual quest. There's an actual threat that the Digidestin actually has to overcome. So it has the same kind of properties as Pokemon, but it has more of a story driven to it to where there's actual peril, there's actual danger. Um, Kyo and I actually just saw a uh, video on it that talks about the deaths in Digimon to where people can actually die. So it actually goes a step further than Pokemon that's uh, family friendly. And Digimon Digimon actually shows consequence. There's things going on that like have that people can connect with more as opposed to just having cute animals fight each other. And I feel like that's what resonates with people a little bit more. Pokemon does have a much wider fan base because a lot more kids are exposed to it. But for Digimon, it probably has more of a cult following than anything because of it goes to that extra level, and that's what people can take away from it. I agree. I completely agree. Uh, but I still think uh, that uh, the the missing component, or, or or the fact of the matter, just naturally, is uh, that um, it died out. You know? No. Like, yeah. I know. I, know back, I get it. And it it did come back. I think with like four short episodes or like four movies for the new uh, Digimon Adventures. So like, there is still fans out there, and there is still like content being made slowly. But at the same time, like. 
It has absolutely nothing on uh, Pokemon. It has nothing on Dragon Ball. and has nothing on One Piece that is still going and is still the same series. 100%. All right. Uh, personally, I have everything I've had to say on Digimon, unless uh, you wanted to say anything else. So I think we can... Uh, no, I'm good. Go I'm good. To, uh... All right. Hotshot, I do this once in a while where I make you pick my next guess, and you never get it right. Like, I guarantee you, if you use your head right now, you will guess my next pick. A hundred percent. A hot, it, like, it, it's not, it's the first thing that just came into your ma- in your, your head just now. Like, it, it, that's the one. Just say the word. Just say the word. Pokemon. Oh my god, it's Naruto. Oh my god. But it's Pokemon. Go ahead and talk about Pokemon. Screw Naruto. It's Naruto. Pokemon's way more influential. What did I just... What was the last thing I said? I was talking about Dragon Ball. Like, and I told you my list was based on Shonen. And it was, like, the easiest setup. And I give you these low, these super easy softballs every time. And you just look at them and they land on the ground. And then you're like, eh, meh. And I can't sleep at night anymore. Good. All right, Naruto. Pokemon. <laughs> Gotta not catch any of them. All right, in all seriousness, uh, my next pick is Naruto. And this is a vastly, vastly popular franchise. Not as popular as Dragon Ball, but definitely influential. Undeniably influential. Uh, how old were you when you watched your first episode of Naruto, since it was your first shonen? Uh, God. I want to say I was about nine. I might have been ten. Exactly. I was around the same age as well. Um, I... Like, I love this, this show so much, and I, I'm trying not to be personal here, but just the, how long-running it was, I think Naruto... Uh, Shippuden has over 500 episodes. I think the Naruto original one has over. Nar- Naruto episodes. original has. Uh, I want. I want to say like 350 if you can include the fill, uh, filler. Yeah, no, I do include the the filler uh, definitely. And uh, like, just think of the memes. Like up up until recently, like uh, when uh, the whole Area 51 uh, thing was happening, invaded. What what was everybody going to do? Naruto run. Run. You know, like it's still. It's it's woven into popular culture in so many different uh, 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 places. Like I was looking and I, I came across this uh, this uh, article and it says that like there's uh, appearances from Naruto in Adventure Time, Bakuman, Ben Ten, One Piece, The Simpsons, uh, Assassination Classroom, Deadpool. Uh, in the Marvel comic uh, Deadpool, um, Deadpool references Naruto's speech on his dreams of gaining respect from his uh, village and wanting to become Hokage. So there's just a bunch of stuff here. That like Naruto has influenced, and we just think of like the fandom. Uh, Naruto is everywhere. Everyone loves Naruto openings, and uh, the series technically is still ongoing with its continuation of Boruto, which is another fairly popular anime. Which actually, just so everyone knows, uh, Bar- Boruto uh, was um, delayed because of COVID, and it's coming back July fifth. So I'm super excited for that personally. Um, and just everyone loves this show, and everyone knows this franchise. Naruto is such a relatable character. And his struggles and his the storyline is super super popular and we all love it. Uh, I was looking at other um, uh, articles about this popularity and like uh, its reception in uh, the Weekly Shonen Jump. Uh, it, uh, Naruto ranked like as one of the top five characters uh, in the beginning of 2012. Like this, like this, it was basically honestly. If I had to put how Dragon Ball Z, the the anime of 1990 was Dragon Ball. The anime of the 2000s was Naruto. You said even mean? though it came what out was in the most popular? No, but like it, it got really popular in the 2000s. In the 2000s. No, it I know. Boomed. It, yeah, it boomed in the 2000s, and Dragon Ball boomed in the in the uh, 90s. Uh, Naruto was all over the place. Games, music, uh, conventions, uh, manga, uh, the actual series itself, spinoffs, uh, 
AMVs. Oh, so many AMVs. Um, literally, the... One of my, uh, okay, uh, I, speaking of AMVs, I just want to get that out there. One of my favorite AMVs ever that I watched when I was a kid was uh, Three Days Grace, Animal I Have Become, and it was Naruto turning into Nine-Tailed Fox. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I I can I can relate to to, to that. I have seen so many AMVs. Uh, ben and I literally. Uh, ben is my friend that's been on the podcast a few times. Whenever I would sleep over at his place, we would binge Naruto and we would binge the Force of Death and we would binge like the tuning and, uh, and uh, exams and everything. Um, I came across this like um. Uh, article called the uh, Masashi Kishimoto uh, fan letters from overseas made me realize the popularity of Naruto back in 2014 uh, people would actually write Masashi some fan letters and that's when he realized that uh, that's what like made it uh, clear to him that Naruto was like a big big deal because people took the time to like you know like when anime is really popular you don't necessarily know who the creator is but when an anime is so popular that your fans are taking time to write you letters and mail them across the freaking ocean you know you're like you know you've made it that's like a, a, a nice sign of respect from the fan base and you know the Naruto subreddit is booming every day you post uh, there's Naruto Facebook groups and Discord servers everyone loves this show everyone puts Naruto as their profile picture the Sasuke strangling meme recently like last year was a big big a big boom as well like just so many things point to the popularity and influence of Naruto. So uh, go ahead, Hotshot. Give me your your thoughts. I actually just want to share a couple memories I have of Naruto and how much it's actually uh, uh, stayed in my life even since then. Um, so when the season fin- or when the series finale was coming out for uh, for the original Naruto for the Battle of or for the Final Valley episodes, you remember? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, so me and my best friend at the time, we were still in elementary school. I stayed at his place for an entire weekend because they were showing the episodes just the entire weekend. So like part one, part two, part three. So I stayed the night at his place. We stayed up all throughout those nights and we only played Naruto Ultimate Ninja 3 on the PS2 while we were waiting. So we were playing through the Ultimate Ninja series and watching the shows when they, uh, watching the episodes when they came out. It got so, so much to the point to where I bought a, uh, a Jiraiya headband as well as a Naruto headband. Um... And it's it stayed to that point even since then. Like Naruto, unfortunately, I don't spend as much time with him as I do now. Or I don't spend as much time with Naruto now as I did back then. But he is still wildly one of my favorite anime icons ever. And another memory I have of it is um, when I actually first met Kyo, uh, the thing that he was crazy about at the time was just Sonic. And the thing I was crazy about at the time was Naruto. And we were bickering back and forth about like what one was better and how like he's actually never watched Naruto up until that point. And I've like dabbled in Sonic, but not really all that much. So when we first became friends, I showed him Naruto and that's like it became Naruto bridged it um we bought so much Naruto stuff he's bought like a lot of Naruto plushes I bought more Naruto games when we went out one summer we bought the entirety of the original series it, it's influential and it stays with you especially if you love it that much and it is completely widespread like if you do the Naruto run everyone's gonna know what you're doing if you're charging chakra most people will know what you're doing if any if anyone takes one jutsu away from Naruto it's probably hundred or a thousand years of death though because I've had that happen to me so many times. <laughs> 
Man, I don't know how you guys do it in America. That's just weird. I've never had that happen to me once. And I like being in Canada for that reason. In all seriousness. Only for that I, reason, I though. Say, just no fingers up butts. That's why he loves being in Canada. <laughs> uh, I wanted to say uh, the reason why we have this podcast. Is Naruto. What was, well, it is Naruto. What was the first episode about? Naruto. Naruto. Well, what is our longest running episode? Uh, this one, wait, catch it. Just say it right think now. Our, we're, going to, we're going. I think our think tank, right? The Naruto. No, it's the Naruto. Uh, we went over the whole Naruto series. That's our longest running episode. Naruto in a bubble. You know what I mean? Yes, Naruto in a bubble. Oh shit. Okay, I thought it was a thing. I thought it was think tank where we came up nope. with Naruto jutsu. <laughs> Naruto is you, everywhere, but, on and off of this podcast. I just love Naruto so much, and uh. You can't deny the, its influence and its ongoing influence. And it's probably going to go on for many more years to come because the Naruto character is still very much present as a supporting character, but very much present in Boruto itself. And Boruto's journey has just begun. And I... Yeah, until we, he, until we hit say, Boruto, Shippuden, then it's just like, okay, now you're just milking it. Which we, we, it, will, we, it will get to get, get to that. There's no way this franchise is going anywhere. I, I predict right now, we are in 2020. I predict that the next 10 years, we're going to still have Boruto uh, or just some sort of Naruto continuation. Naruto's for another 10 years, guaranteed, it's around. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put that out there in the cosmos. Um, I really, really love and respect this show and I just I think I've had I've had to say what I've had to say uh, about it personally uh just great influential show honestly I'm gonna yeah <laughs> like you guys know we love Naruto we know we love Naruto it's influential there's a worldwide fan uh fan base dedicated to it if you love Naruto you love Naruto if you don't you don't but you probably do <laughs> but the thing is you know Naruto yeah you at least That's know it like influential. if you love it great if you hate it you still know it so <laughs> Exactly, around. like a guarantee, like, like guarantee people know. Like, like yeah. uh, there's people like me with Borto that just don't really care that it's out, and people like Jaden who love Borto. We still know it, love but Boruto. we have different thoughts about it, and that's fine. Yes. All right. Uh, your final pick, Hotshot. Okay, so I just want to say straight up, this one is just influential to me. Like, there probably is more of a fan base for it than you know, but it is nowhere near as widespread as the the two that we just talked about. So it's nowhere near as big right, as... I just want to say something for... Okay, I just want to say one thing first, though. Yeah. If I don't recognize it by name, yeah. that's going to be a bummer. That's going to be a bummer. I'm just going to put that... If, at, le- at the very least, I want to. I've heard its name before. That's the that's the 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 lowest my expectation can get. So I, I really hope that's the case. The only way that Go ahead, I Hotshot. promise you, the only way you have is if you've listened to me because I have talked about the show before. All right, go ahead. What is your final pick? My final pick is Rosario Vampire. I remember the name. Okay, so we're there good. We go. <laughs> That's that's all you know though. You know nothing else. I remember you speaking about a character from Rosario. I, Mo- that would be Mocha, the main character. Point. Yes. Okay. Yes. Coffee. I remember now. All right. Go Fuck ahead. Fuck you. <laughs> no, that's how I remembered Mocha. Honestly. No, I know you said coffee. That's why I'm saying fuck you. What? Why? I don't get it. I thought you were making fun of me. Moving on. So I'm picking. Re- Sorry. Go so ahead. I'm picking Rosario Vampire because um, this was actually my first harem anime. <laughs> And if not for that, then I wouldn't have been exposed to, honestly, and I know how dirty this is going to make me sound, but I don't care. This wouldn't, it, uh, I wouldn't be exposed to my favorite genre of anime. And I actually do really like the the harem animes. I like uh, Data Live, DXD, Monster Mizume, Rosario Vampire, uh, 
Heaven's Lost Property. I, I love all of these shows and Rosario Vampire was my first one. Out of all of them, probably the most influential to talk about, at least from your perspective, Jaden, would definitely be High School DxD. But for me, it was Rosario Vampire because that was my first one. Um, And it, it, it expired me to panty shots, uh, boob shots, boob jokes, uh... No, uh, it was the first experience of anime nosebleed that I've experienced. <laughs> There's just a whole lot of firsts with this show that I've carried with me throughout the years. And until recently, I didn't remember it at all. Like I was trying to remember what that show was, what I watched when I was younger. It it got me really into that, that side of the anime, the dark side of the anime. And eventually I found it and we actually end up buying the complete collection for it, which I love. And honestly, it has more of a cult underground following than anything. Like if you search for it, like I'm sure a number of people know it. It was at least successful enough to get two seasons. But outside of Japan, I don't really think it really took off all that much. Right, right, right. Uh, I'm looking over here at uh, like the Rosario Vampire um, Wikipedia page. And uh, it is only popular... Through its manga, from what I'm understanding, the anime itself, and this is influential anime, and I know it's a personal pick, the anime itself is not as big as the manga. The manga is way bigger than so the, that fit, the, than so the that anime. So that fits what we were talking about earlier alongside uh, Haruhi Suzumiya, where a lot of people prefer the manga over the anime. I'm just the kind of guy who it, it, hasn't read much manga, so I have the anime no, exactly. to go off of. <laughs> yes, uh, but like the, the, the manga itself, I'm looking here in North America, the second volume of Rosario Vampire was featured on Bookscan's top 20 graphic novels, uh, ranking number six, uh, in August, 2008 and number 16 in September, 2008, uh, with the fifth volume ranking number seven in 2009. So, um, it's cracked top tens many times, uh, and I'm looking the highest, like, some of uh, some of its manga has peaked at number one before so popular for that reason uh rosalia vampire uh, and it yalsa included rosalia vampire in its list in the 2013 popular paperbacks yeah the anime is the is influential to you but the the anime is not influential necessarily you see that you see what i mean no i know and Um, and that's why i said it was a personal pick yeah yeah, of course um but i'm just like obviously i I just like my my point of view is always going to be more on like the we have we have different point of view so it's interesting to go to back and forth with you on uh, on this one um it stays personal but like outside of like you yeah what has this anime influenced you know what i'm saying do you see do you see what i mean because we are we even though it's a personal pick and i respect it's a personal pick and i'm happy you have something like that for you uh it still needs to be influential as well, just in general. And the last two were influential, you know? Rosario Vampire was influential for sure. And in genre, I don't even see this one being necessarily influential in this genre. Like, or argue with me. Am I wrong? Am I right? Like, what do you think? Honestly, no, because not a whole lot of people, at least in the States from what I've seen, not a whole lot of people know that the show even exists. Like... Uh, like you might know that the manga exists, but the anime, like I said, it's in, it's underground. It's a uh, cult following to where like, like if, if you meet someone that actually does like it, then they probably really like it. Uh, cause it's, it's really gothic. It's a harem anime. It has monsters in it to where it's the point of like, you have to know what's in it in order to like it, of course, as is with everything, but it's, it didn't get popular enough to be like widespread, like wildfire, like say Dragon Ball or Pokemon or have like 
multiple episodes or multiple installments of, say, um, uh, uh, One Piece. That's what I was trying to think of. Or hell, even fairy tale. But it's it's mm-hmm. still like the fans that remember it and the fans that went back to it in the first place. They're the ones that carry that on. And I'm one, and I'm one of those fans. And if not, like I said in the beginning, if not for this one, then I probably wouldn't have. Uh, I probably would have watched High School DxD at some point because of like how uh, obvious it is. <laughs> I say as I'm looking at my uh, my statue of Ray. It's <laughs> funny enough, but I probably wouldn't have found other shows like it, like. It also had Monster Girls, which I actually didn't like until I saw that show. So, like, Monster Mizume probably would have been out. Uh, DXD, I probably would have been a little iffy on. Or basically, like, unhuman, like, humanoid, non-human characters as a whole is kind of what it took uh, with me. Like, humanoid-looking robots, for example, or characters that are actually vampires, like uh, uh, Alucard and Ceres. Like, they look completely human, but they're not. This was my first kind of exposure to that. So that's also another thing that I took from it. Worldwide, definitely not as influential as a lot of our other picks or all of our other picks, rather. But it is still there with the people who still enjoy the show. No, I see. I, like, cult following, I think, is the, is the right way to put it. Uh, but that, that's, that's what I, I'm just thinking, like... If there wasn't a cult to it, it wouldn't like even been like like ground lifting, you know, like a lift off lift off the ground. Um, but at the same time, like the characters, the way you described them, and like the uh, and like just the ambience of the anime itself, I understand that like it's uh, appealing to you for what it presents because that's like what you are a fan of. Um, but at the same time, uh, I'm sure there's other animes out there that like in that same genre that have those same influences, uh, or the, the, those same aspects that. Yeah, blow it out of the water. Uh, but like the the manga, the manga is is the the one like plus I can give it. Like the manga for sure. It's 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 it's, uh, it's going around. How long did, did this anime run for exactly? Uh, two seasons, so about two years. Okay, I mean that's better than one season. Uh, it, it, it's not the worst it could, it possible, but it's definitely like on the on the lower tier of uh of influence. And uh, once again, I understand like you, it's uh it's only uh personal. I just uh, because we're doing an influential anime podcast, I, I need to, like, bring it up to the scope of, like, actual influence. Uh, and we have completely different uh, points of view on that. But, like, um, I th- I think... Do you agree with what I'm saying or or, or, or your thoughts on that? I do agree with, with what you're saying, but at the same time, I've just, like... Like, the, the whole reason I made mine personal was so, like, we weren't really talking about the global aspect of it. Like, de- definitely Digimon does have a global... Uh, does have mm-hmm. a global influence over it. Um... Haruhi Suzumiya definitely does, even if it is a little bit smaller. But a lot of it is my first and like what actually got me into that specific genre in the first place. And that's exactly what uh, Rosario Vampire did to me. If I was going based on what uh, like just the criteria that uh, you're using, I definitely would have talked about DXD. I just wanted to connect more with like my uh, my connectivity here. Right, right. I completely understand. Um, Okay, I have a uh, my final pick ready to go. I'm actually going to switch. Uh, originally, I was going to uh, bring up Cowboy Bebop. I think we all know that Cowboy Bebop is influential, especially with the upcoming live action. Um, but uh, I'm going to have to go full Shonen. I'm going to have to go full Shonen Hotshot. We can't have an influential anime list without this anime. What do you think I'm talking about? Come on. Death Note? One Piece! What? One Piece. Ah. I'm saying I'm going full Shonen. So you're going... I don't think you're, so you're just straight up going the big three. The big three. Yes. And I'm sorry... 
but they you fall said under, from uh, the beginning of this episode that you tried not going full shonen, or that you tried not to pick yeah. any shonen, and then you pick all shonen. Yes. yes, but I also did say like 30 seconds ago that I'm switching, so I'm switching. That's what's happening right now. Um, At least I'm true to my word, where mine were personal and none of them were shonen shows. I mean, you could be, be that as a You're day. a liar and I'm honest. Mine are more influential than yours. Yeah, worldwide. <laughs> I said mine are personal. Yeah, but... I said of, from the in, get-go, they're an, influential on, to on me. An influent, on, on an influential anime podcast, the more influential animes are coming from me. If I had gone personal as well, this podcast would not have worked out, okay? So... I'm doing your job for you. <laughs> Even though this is going on your channel. No, I'm just screwing around. <laughs> no, I know. I'm, and I'm, I'm serious this. I'm giving the shit back that you're firing. It's fine. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'll shovel it down. All right. In all seriousness, longest running anime ever. 929 current episodes as the recording. And there's going to be another one next week. So might as well just say 930. And the week after that, this anime has been going on for so long and it's everywhere. You can't go, you can't like think of anime without thinking of One Piece. Hell, actually, Luffy. um, in the intro to my side podcast, uh, Pontu Cast, link in the description, you guys can, or in the intro, my character, Hotshot, is doing the Luffy third gear pose. Like, it has influenced us over here a lot as well. <laughs> I just wanted to throw that out because mm-hmm. I remembered it. Sorry. No, for sure. For sure. Um, I was, uh, I found a bunch of interesting things. Uh, over 400 million circulated volumes um, of uh, the first volume of One Piece. The first volume of One Piece, over 400, uh, 400 million circulating copies. Jesus. That's insane. In freaking insane. Uh, One Piece, uh, like, also, like, uh, just, like, it's been going on for over two decades decades at this point. It's ridiculous to, like, even to think of, like, how long this show has been going on. There's literally a meme where a guy goes in a coma, wakes up from his coma, and he's like, has, uh, has is One Piece finished? And the guy's like, no. He's like, okay, I'm gonna go back in my coma. He's like, okay, take, you know, me, the guy's back. Gonna... take me back, Scotty. Literally, uh, there's festivals for the films, there's theatrical films, video games, the novels, the art, the guidebooks. There's a t- theme park based off this show, okay? There's a live Wait, action hold series. Wait, hold on. Are you serious? There's, there's a theme park of, of uh, One Piece? The Battle... The Barati uh, Restaurant... Uh, is that an iron E? I can't tell if my laptop. Barati instru- uh, Restaurant modeled after the restaurant of the same name in the manga opened in June 2013 at the, at the Fuji Television Headquarters. An indoor theme park located inside the Tokyo Tower called the Tokyo... Uh, One Piece Tower. Uh, Tokyo One Piece Tower. Yep. That's fucking amazing. Like, I'm just saying. Uh, the manga, the reception is, like, insane. The anime itself, like, uh, there's been a bunch of films and adaptations of it. Um, and, uh, like, 4Kids, obviously, like, being the company, I guess, criticized. Still, like, this is one of the more, uh, the more successful series. Um, there's so many things you can say about this show. But, like, I just... Like for you, for you personally, Hotshot, uh, One Piece. Uh, you've never watched it. I, I no, I've watched sure. it. Uh, I've watched like three hundred episodes of it. Oh, really? So you watched more than me in that case? Yeah. Well, I, I just, I just kind of stopped. Or it might not have been three hundred. Honestly, I stopped after the uh, dubbing stopped. If I'm being completely honest, I feel completely bad saying that. I just had stopped, but I do still play the games. And they are actually some of my favorite games. <laughs> no, definitely. Um, but like, what do you think of the the whole influence it's had on other animes and everything? Influence it's had on other animes, it's honestly kind of hard for me to say because it honestly takes a lot from Dragon Ball. Like, 
from the uh, from the wild fights to the main character uh, eating like mad to even um, even TFS in one of their episodes calling a Luffy pirate Goku. And on top of it, Naruto ninja Goku. <laughs> I had a ninja dream, but it ended. <laughs> um, yeah. It, so it's kind of hard to, for me to say like what um, what influence it has on other animes. But I do know like what can be heavily remembered from One Piece that no other shows really do. Like the uh, their mouths and their eyes look like with the massive jaw openings and massive teeth or like the absurd like scale of the of the really big pirates and bosses and stuff like that like I'm, I'm basically speaking from the game perspective even though the show does it too or just the gathering of the crew and getting together for the one specific goal the and it's just uh honestly it does so much that it shares with so many other shows i honestly can't really say what it does that bleeds into the other shows except for like longest current running anime ever <laughs> Let's just, here's another prediction. There is no anime in the next 10 years that will have as many episodes as One Piece. No, I completely agree with that. And my theory, I honestly almost hope I'm wrong. But my theory is that um, at one th- at episode 1000, that is where One Piece will end. That's what I was thinking too, honestly. Like, I'm, ho- I'm um, hoping that's what it is. Because I swear to God, if it ends on episode 999 or 987 or something, I'm going to be so fucking pissed. It would be ridiculous. But, like, apparently this anime is literally in the top 10 most viewed weekly animes in Japan. Uh, just, you know, ridiculous stats. Like, uh, the, the anime itself, like, has won a bunch of awards. Um, and so, like, you just can't, you, you can't deny how big of a deal uh, this anime is, it, you it know? Just, uh, it just might manga- not be, sorry to cut you off. It just might not be as widespread over here as it is in Japan because uh, the only dub that we have over here is the four kids dub or one of the only dubs we have over here is the four kids dub. And we have we have the Funimation dub as well, but they just kind of stopped after that couple or a couple hundred episode mark that I was saying earlier. Right, right. <laughs> but the, the, well, four, the I'm, four I'm kids, like- uh, the four kids is an unfortunate accident that we just keep making fun of. Like we make fun of um, unnecessary censorship, like one had a uh uh let's take the character smoker for example he's a character who smokes uh cigars as well as has the powers of a smoke lugia but in the four kids version they filtered out his cigars but still have smoke coming from his mouth so it sounds about so it's just like our early exposure to uh to one piece was unfortunately that (laughs) so i can see why over here in the states it's not as wildly popular like it it still is like you'll probably still meet people who uh who really like one piece like i even have a a a straw hat shirt but unfortunately it's nowhere near as popular as it is in japan i just wanted to finish uh on the whole uh american one piece uh apparently the current company that holds the rights to one piece is uh, viz media so i don't know if they're going to produce more dubs or i don't know what the state of the dub is right now uh and uh, apparently bandai not bandai america is the company that mostly handles the one piece merchandise so i mean yeah, One all Piece the all There's the all- games are uh, all the games are Bondi, and I have oh they are yeah, and I have like six or seven of the games. Oh really? Yeah, and I have a, I have a shit ton of uh, One Piece games. I I love them. I love them all. There's also like just saying I just want to put that out there too. Uh, there's a podcast uh, about One Piece called the One Piece Podcast. Oh, I have no doubt. Um, I have and- no doubt. There's probably several ep- or podcasts about One Piece. But, like, no, this is, like, the, like, basically, like, I think the series itself, like, has recognized this podcast as, like, you know, 
like the One Piece like point of reference as a podcast. Um, and they're on. I'm I'm looking right now. As of right now, they're on 626 episodes. So, so they so, probably just blaze through a few things. <laughs> it's just it's 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 crazy. So I'm just really happy with this. Uh, with with these three. So all right, let's uh, conclude everything here. Um, my list was the big three. So I had Dragon Ball, Naruto, and One Piece. My substitute was Cowboy Bebop. Uh, Cowboy Bebop almost made it. But if you want to hear me talk more about Cowboy Bebop, you can go see the updates we're doing with Kyo on the channel. Uh, and uh, Hotshot, what were your picks? My picks were more personalized. So they were the Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, Rosario Vampire, and crap. <laughs> Rosario Vampire? No, I already Vampire? said that one. Uh wait oh Digimon Digimon thank you <laughs> I'm even look wow. I'm even looking at my Digimon family damn it literally the most popular one of their Yeah picks. yeah and my backup was actually already sus cuz my backup was Naruto Wow I just started with Naruto we would have had such a good podcast Oh well this one is crap <laughs> It's not right. as good as it could have been apparently <laughs> No I'm totally I'm I'm totally scoring And I'm you. throwing right. it back uh, it's fine Yes I love how we like let each other know that we're like not being insulting to Like I'm not being a dick <laughs> I promise dude I get it that's why I'm being a dick back it's fine <laughs> <laughs> Literally that's the entire podcast Um so uh, the artwork for anime podcasters is provided by GoPro Kill so please go follow him on Twitter at GoPro Kill for all the artwork requests you have Hit him up in the DMs. He has great rice and a, a gorgeous portfolio. You need to check out. Link in the description for his social media. Um, and if you want more podcast episodes, uh, we are on Spotify, SoundCloud, all the podcatchers. Just look up Animate Podcasters. We're almost at seven thousand plays. And uh, I want to say it now because I forgot to say it last time. Thank you for two hundred likes on the Facebook page. Facebook.com forward slash Animate Podcasters. We really appreciate everyone who has been liking uh, the podcast. Really appreciate it. Um, as far as the podcast scheduling, I've kind of talked about this with Hotshot. Where like I'm getting really busy right now, just with life stuff, um, just like career stuff is, is happening. It's moving really well and very quickly. So uh, we might there might be some months where we do uh, only a singular episode, uh, but we'll see. It might be two episodes a month. We're, I'm gonna try to keep doing two. Uh, we're gonna try, sorry, doing two episodes a month. But we might cut back to one every now and then if it gets really busy. If it's really dead. Uh, then I could do more than the more than one episode. Uh, we can do more than one episode. Sorry. All right. Uh, Hotshot. Where can people find you online? You guys can go ahead and find me right. <coughs> Sorry, Morty. You guys can go ahead and find me right here on Giant Music's channel doing anime podcasters and almost nothing else. You guys can also find me over on my channel, Hotshot Ginger, where I finally started doing my own podcast, Ponzu Cast. Uh. I was about to say Ponzu Casters. It's just Ponzu Cast where we talk about shows that are more my style that Jaden doesn't really have any idea about. Uh, it's me and GoPro Kyo. Currently, we have four episodes. We're working on our fifth now. And you guys can also find me over on Twitter at Caution Ginger. But I'm really only there as an invisible ghost. I don't post anything. You should tweet more, bro. You got, you would be a funny tweeter. I, I probably saying. would. I just don't have the self-confidence to do it. <laughs> I'm probably really hilarious, but I'm not 
not going to do it. <laughs> I'd probably be awesome, but no. <laughs> All right. Uh, perfect. And uh, for myself, uh, you can uh, follow me at Giant Music basically everywhere. And uh, for my website, giantmusic.com, if you want to hire me for freelance audio services. I also want to put this out there. Uh, I'm going to have more time in general, too. I know I, I'm kind of saying like that I have less time, but I finished my graduate diploma in film music, uh, and it's officially done. So um, I guess I'm on the workplace. So if you want to hire me, um, I actually have time to like take more contracts now. So uh, sound design, music composition, uh, mixing, mastering, a bunch of uh, possible audio services are on giantmusic.com. I also have my portfolio YouTube channel, Giant Music Portfolio, which is in the channel box of my main channel. Go check that out uh, if you want uh, to check out uh, all of my uh, sound design and composition and mixing videos uh, so you can see what I'm about. All right. So for myself and Hotshot, this has been another episode of Anime Podcasters. Bye, guys. Bye.